Praise the Lord, everybody. Good to have your Bibles. Turn with me to the book of Amos, the 8th chapter. We'll be reading verses 6 to 11. Amos, the 8th chapter, verses 6 to 11, right after Obadiah, and right after, oh, right after Hosea, or the Joel, then right before Obadiah. Amen. Give you a little bit more time. The eighth chapter. If you have it, say praise the Lord. I'll read the first six verse and you read so on. Okay, we're going to alternate reading. Amen? That we may buy the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of shoes, yea, and sell the refuse of the wheat. Shall not the land tremble for this and every one mourn that dwell therein, and it shall and it shall raise up the whole holy as the floor, and it shall be because out of out and downed drowned as by the flood of Egypt. And I will turn the feast into mourning, and all your songs into lamentation, and and I will bring up sackcloths upon all loins, and baldness upon every head, and I will make it as the mourning of an only son, and the end thereof as a bitter day. Come, saith the Lord. That I will spend famine in the land, not for him or for men, nor for, for water, but for hearing for the word of God. Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind everything that would hinder, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you, O oh God, to blow, God, bless your people, God. Help us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Prepare us for the time that we're in right now. Give us strength, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Keep us, Lord, under your care right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. Feed us, ha, Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus. Feed us, Lord, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Sustain us, O oh God, with the word of life, that we may live and not die. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray right now that you bless your manservant, giving clarity of thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone said amen. amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning is there is a famine in the land. We know that 
we're in the midst of difficult times right now. But we didn't know that, that all of it will be paralleling, coming together in such frequencies as they are. Who would have thought that we're in a time now where not only there is a spiritual famine, but we're on the brink of a natural famine as well. When one part of the country is in a drought, the other part in a flood, and another part is in a fire, we're in trouble. And then now the churches have closed their doors because of a pandemic and the hearts of the people have turned away from God. It seems as though that we would be blaming the devil, but when you look at this scripture within itself or this chapter, you find that only God can create a situation like this. You see here, the, he gives a dream about the basket of summer fruit. And he said, and, and tell Amos the prophet, look at that. And he began to tell God, it's a basket of summer fruit. If you would look at that without the interpretation of God, you think that all is going to be well. That's why you've got to know the word of God. You've got to understand the word of God. You can't lean to your own understanding right now. Because when we see a basket and it's full of summer fruit, we would probably think that God is getting ready to bless us. God is getting ready to allow abundance to work in our lives. But when you see the basket, oh, I got to tell somebody, don't be caught up in what you see. You've got to get caught up in what you know about God. So when you see the basket of the summer fruit, it may represent now God is getting ready to deal with you. Not about what you think he's getting ready to deal about. But what you have done now has come before God. You have to pay for what you do. And a whole lot of us don't realize that there is a payday. The old church used to tell us payday is coming after a while. But I've got to stand and tell somebody payday is here right now. Hallelujah to God. So when we begin to 
see what's going on and I hope there's no question in your mind we're in the last days now because I don't have time to refresh and to pull the point that we're in the last days I don't know if you realize it but our man is trying to do everything it can to get rid of the pandemic to cool it down but I don't care what they do it goes right back up but it caused God rules in the affairs of man right now even though all this is happening the attitude of man have not changed look at the coldness that is in man's heart who would have thought on the brink of this weekend the congress in the politicians had the power to change the outcome of millions and thousands of people lives their families were on the brink of going outdoors and they went home on vacation you can't tell me that we're not in the last days and it's all hinging on a lie hallelujah to God and we know that all liars shall have their part in the lake of fire there is no righteous ruling the land and that's why the people will suffer do I have a church who would have thought we're in a time now where the mixing of the true word of God in the turning away from God will will come to the numbers that it is right now when there's no help coming from the Congress no help coming from the Senate and we don't have any help coming from the pulpit causes legislating laws are trying to influence the laws of the land rather than the laws of God do I have anybody hallelujah hallelujah to God we should at least think like old Becca did Habakkuk rather if there's no cattle in the stars and if there's no fear on the vine I've got to yet praise but 
has yet praised have dwindled down to a no praise. I wish I had a church this morning. Hallelujah to God. One thing that we must remember as we travel deeper down into the end time because God is not going to stop it until we get further down into it because it was him that said if I don't shorten those days no flesh will be saved do I have a church hallelujah so when we on tomorrow go about our lives we need to remember we got a God that's looking down on us and he's requiring a holy lifestyle whether we like it or not hallelujah to God when we look at the fact hallelujah the Lord said to the prophet he said the end has come hallelujah hallelujah to God payday I know we all love sin we all love to be disobedient it's something about our flesh we love to try to get away with as much as we can get away with but I come to tell you judgment is in the land you got to do something to keep God from judging you It's time to turn. It's time to turn. 
Oh, 
between you and the pastor. You have no hope for salvation. Not here. Because ain't nothing I can do to help you be saved. You're better off going where you can find somebody that's got the word of God. Got the call of God that can help you through here. church and don't nobody care that the lights are going out hallelujah God I was meditating only yesterday and God put some stuff in my spirit and I and I told God I'm going to do it with all my might hallelujah because one day we ain't gonna have zoom if the communication get cut off hallelujah to God if they would come and pull you out of this part of the town and ship you off to a camp somewhere and you broken away and can't get to the house of God and can't hang out with your familiars you gotta have that word down in you when there's no more little Bibles hallelujah to God is under attack right now whether you realize it or not hallelujah we're in a famine it's not just for me to drink but it's for the word of God hallelujah I don't know if you notice it or not but I've noticed when it come down to the road saints are getting offended based on the word of God the right interpretation of the word of God is offending saints did you thought we will come in the midst of that day while we got a pandemic going on while millions of folks are dying and folks are not coming to the house of God then the few do come get offended about the word that comes over the sacred laughter I wish I had a church because it's time for God to bring about a vengeance upon this world hallelujah to God the fruit is right for the judgment of God hallelujah 
You mean to tell me God will starve you out? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. It's sort of like what we got going on here in America right now. I don't know whether you've been listening for what the doctors have been saying for over a decade. You're eating but the food you eat ain't giving you the nutrients you need for your body to function properly. You are already in a famine. Just because you put stuff in your mouth. But the real question is, is it doing your body any good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. When you look at it, hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Behold, the days are coming. Declare the Lord. You can't blame the devil on this because God is sending it. When I see the famine on the land, not a famine for bread. Thirst of water, but hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. Let me talk to a few of you. Those of you where the word is not precious to, it won't take long for you to fall away because you won't miss it because you're already not getting it and those of you that are not eating it when you come to yourself you won't be getting it hallelujah hallelujah to God what does it mean to have a famine in the land famine is a widespread condition which means many people in the country or the region are unable to access adequate food or supply or in the church case adequate word or adequate interpretation of the word of God it's a famine and it's been going on a long time but I don't know if you know this shit or not he didn't silence the mouth of even the false prophets hallelujah so they can't even work church. Hallelujah. 
What is the significance of the family famine? The author of the Hebrew Bible used famine as a mechanism of dividing divine wrath and destruction. Look at God. God is the author of the wrath that is on the earth. Who you go have to stop it when God started it. Only God will stop it because he started it. Do I have a church on he also states, but also he uses it as a storytelling device, as a way to move the narrative forward. You know what God's doing? He's moving the church forward in the famine. We got to move. I heard the old church sing a song a long time ago. When the Lord gets ready, you got to move. You may be high, you may be low, but you when the Lord gets ready, you got to move. I come to tell somebody you gotta move out of your way of thinking and move into God way of thinking cause we're in the midst of a famine when God gave Moses the law for the people one was to let some crops stay in the field so the folk folks will be able to glean for their families but do you know it was in a time of famine hallelujah God is always famine to push his church to push his people for the wrong you want to stop and rest you want to think you got it made but nobody's got it made hallelujah hallelujah to God every year struggles and more folks are saying we're fighting against hunger but nobody's fighting against the spiritual hunger Uh, 
even in the midst of the famine, we're dealing with plagues and extreme heat. Isn't it amazing how all this stuff eventually collides and it all hangs out under one banner, a famine. Hallelujah to God. And we're in the church. And we're hung upon praising God. You better get hung up on the word. In living God's word. To the best of your ability. When you run out of your strength. You ask the Holy Ghost for strength. To live God's word. Like it ought to be lived. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. So a deed of slaughter. A well, a plague can also mean slaughter. And it means a disease. A strong blow. Or a death blow. And another Hebrew term, which means more explicit, meaning rather of disease. So God is talking. You worried about your body now. You worry until you don't have food to supply the nutrients from your for your body. Disease is everywhere. Hallelujah. You think cancer is a problem? You don't live a might quit. Hallelujah. Your kidney may shut down. Your blood may dry up. We need God's mercy. We're in the midst of a great famine. Hallelujah. God. Not there. Hallelujah. What does it mean as a famine for the world? Not that God sees speaking, but folk can't hear what is causing you not to hear what thus said the Lord. Is it your friends that is keeping you? From hearing, is there a word from the Lord? Is it your family that are keeping you from hearing? God has sent a word. Is it your job or your status in life? Are you chasing a Rather than chasing the God that saves souls, you can't hear what God's saying. I wish I had a church. Nobody long, no longer understand. A whole lot of folk think they can read and get all they can at home. But the word said, how can they hear without a preacher? 
then how can he preach except he be sent? Can't know anybody, not in this hour, break down the word of God. Hallelujah. I don't care what Janice and Jamarine say. I don't care what your apostles say. Though my foundation is built on the foundation of Jesus' fellow apostle. In him being the cornerstone, I rest on that. Hallelujah. My conscience. Something gonna happen. God's gonna come back. Judgment's already in the land. Wait until they get on your block and then decide you want God. But it's too late then. Don't you realize there's only a wind of opportunity. I wish I had a church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not thrilled to hear the voice of God. There he go again. Talking about sin. If I talk about chickens and ducks, you won't understand that. Hallelujah. So I might as well talk about what this building is designed to be talked about. I might as well talk about where we hold the cross upon the outside of the building to symbolize this ain't no ordinary building. Over here we talk about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we talk about the life of a saint. If you ain't ready to live that, why bother come to those doors? Because we've got to talk about what God sent the church to talk about. say the wrong thing you gonna turn and look your eyes give you away you turn to the direction where the noise is coming from hallelujah what is the reason for man's life we substituted or we substituted the creature Hallelujah to God. Have you thought about that? 
What have you put in the place of God since you've been saved? When you started out, you got everything, as Sister Shirley says, in his right perspective. Hallelujah. You had God on the top shelf in your life. But hallelujah, as time went on, you kept moving God down with the various compromises that you made in your life. It isn't God's fault. You don't love him like you used to love him. It isn't God's fault. You don't lean on him like you used to lean on him. Hallelujah. You done found a substitute. Was it a pair of britches? Or was it a pair of arms? That hold you in the middle of the night? But may I remind you. I don't care how tight they hold you. They still can't save you. Hallelujah to God. I don't care how she rub your head and kiss your brow and say my love what suffers now. She still can't save you. Hallelujah to God. I found who my soul loves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. I don't need no music because my soul I found out who the lover of my soul is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No wonder Solomon looked at the love relationship. Then he pinned words to the church in the book of Solomon. Talk about the fair skin and the beautiful eyes and the milky white teeth and the breast protrude like mountains. Hallelujah. You can't talk God's love. I don't care where you go. The best love story is 66 books long. Hallelujah to God. You're looking for love in all the wrong places. Turn your heart back to God. I feel like preaching. Hallelujah. There's no substitute for God. Hallelujah. There's no substitute for the man of God. A whole lot of folk will have you out there. And don't get me wrong. I like philosophy because it makes you think. And I like a deep thought. Hallelujah. I like what 
Socrates and Plato them say and how they were able to watch folks personalities and get philosophical sayings like birds of a feather flock together like kinds hang out with like kinds if you don't know why you're gravitating to sinners because you are back in that category you are a sinner and like kinds like like kinds they're birds of a feather and they're fine together do I have a do I have a church saints ought to hang out and enjoy hanging out with saints but it's not like that in this hour cause we're in a famine we don't hold on to the teachings of God's word it doesn't have any strength in our lives we're all busy now we're seeking other things I want a new house what you gonna do with the one you got I'm gonna save it or I'm gonna rent it out but don't you know we were cautioned about getting overly concerned with this world don't you know where your treasures are that's where your heart is also bring back the treasures to the house of God caring more about what's going on in that dying world where they have no hope they're going to the grave and they're not getting up again church is the only one that's promised a resurrection you mean to tell me you're going to give up your promise to be resurrected. You're going to give up eternal life. And you're going to die a slow death. You're signing up for that. What does a famine produce? Restlessness. Have you noticed? You can't be still now. You can't go nowhere. You can't do nothing. You can't come to the house of God. There is a restless spirit that has hit the earth. It's sort of like the devil walking to and fro up and down the earth. That's not the spirit of God. Restless. Just walking about uncontent. Used to be you were content with God. Word about ain't no place to go. And we forgot we're in the middle of a pandemic. The more folks you're around, the better your chance of getting it. 
a lot going on. People don't know what they're searching for. Ask, what are you looking for? What are you searching for? People have got to talk about what they got and got to talk about what they're going to do and got to talk about and got to make plans. You need to plan to sit down before you lay down. You need to plan on coming to the kingdom of God, coming to the house of God, and giving God all you got. If we could measure the strength that was left in us, we would be surprised. Because we're trying to serve God with what's left over. Amen. You got all kinds of folks speaking into your ear. Yeah, invest in this, the stock market. Get this app, do this, jump this high, Just cross your legs and do this, dive in that. Walk this many miles, do all that. You know the best diet for the saint of God? Shut your mouth and don't put the food in it. It's called fasting. Make your flesh lean so your spirit can live. Make your flesh lean so your spirit can live. Don't you know that? I told you some time ago. I'm paying no mind. We need to start eating less. You ain't got to worry about it. The devil have found out that you're going to spend all you got on this. Packages have got what? Small. You thought you was about, you still playing for a luxury car and it's about the size of a Cracker Jack box. The houses they're building are smaller now. Some of us couldn't turn around in it. But not wake up and somebody say, fire, we'd have knocked a hole in the roof. You ain't got to worry about nobody jumping and playing in them tiny houses. Uh -huh. You got to go outside to play. <laughs> Amen. It would behoove us to get our spiritual life in order. You hear me? I'm not interested in your flesh. Your flesh don't like me. I know your flesh don't like me. My flesh don't like me either. <laughs> the one on the inside that you can't get down there, you can't even put your hand on. But when God calls that breath back, he goes back with that breath. Amen. That's one you better start letting live in. Because your flesh going to run into all kinds of problems. See these glasses? Every year I go back, the doctor says something else in chain. <laughs> if I cut the visit short and start going back every six months, they tell me, some of them say, you need to come back, not me. I'm coming back more every six months. I don't care if they do change it. We're going to struggle through six more months. 
we often try, watch yourself. You know what I found out? Spiritual hunger, a lot of times, is like natural hunger. You'll get confused, and you'll go to the kitchen and get something to eat when you should be picking up the word of God because you can't distinguish which part of you is actually hungry. You flee feeding your body where you need to be feeding your soul. A good indication that you were feeding your soul, there's some questions will come to your mind. I've read books that you couldn't tell me. I couldn't tell you what the end was when the end came. Who 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 was the main character? This isn't designed like that. The general, I'm reading, I'm reading the word, I'm reading. But are you getting anything? And a lot of it is going to be just like when Simon met the Ethiopian. How can I understand except some man guide me? You should be able to read, but I should be able to help you get an understanding. Because he ain't going to give you the understanding of what you read. You think I'm driving, read it. You got to get an understanding. So then they try to substitute things in there. Oh, I'm going to play my music. You need to come to church. You need to bring your behind to church. I'm going to play my CD at home. God knows that's a CD and you could have came to church. Now can you imagine you have to be at work in order to get the check. Unless you're working from home. But you got a certain amount of hours, if you go over those certain amount of hours, they ain't going to pay you even though you're at home. If God has set up his kingdom for you to get it at a building, why do you think God going to give you a shortcut? Because you sick or slick. Heal, you don't find nowhere in his word he even justifies sickness. He's a healer. How are you going to tell God you didn't come because you was sick? Have you ever thought about that? If he's a healer, how are you going to justify being sick at home and you said he was your God? Can I tell you, he didn't do it for me and he ain't going to do it for you. You better check yourself or you're going to wind up killing yourself spiritually. So you got to watch, watch, watch. You got to watch it. Let me give you a few scriptures and I'm, I'm, I'm going to close. I said a few scriptures so don't get excited. 
Psalms 37 and 19. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil. And in the day of famine, they will have an abundance. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me there's a drought going on and the child of God going to have an abundance? You better make sure you save and stop playing shucking and jiving. Naming and claiming it ain't getting this. Exodus 13 and 15. It shall be when the Lord bring you in the land of Canaan, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Hevites, and the Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, that ye shall observe this ritual in this month. God got a set ritual. Did you know in the, in the, in the old church, before every year ended, or maybe every six months, we were going to have a revival. And that was trying in attempts to, to bring the children of God to life. And I think a lot of times since time has changed and people have changed, you're not conscious of the fact that you need to be revived. And you need to revive yourself. Amen. You think you can keep on going and keep on going and keep on going, don't get charged, recharged, and renewed? No, you can't. You have to rededicate yourself to the service of God. And the problem is, you're not rededicating yourself. Waiting on somebody else to do it. Joel 2, 12 through 17. Yet even now, declared the Lord, return to me with your heart with all your heart and with fasting weeping and mourning you know you done broke the law you know you done did something so go on and cry and moan about it and rent your heart and not your gut stop tearing up your clothes tap your heart are you going to do it ask God for some more money to buy some more clothes rent your heart now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious. Now notice God's character. Gracious, compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness, and a relenting of evil. He'll turn away from the evil that he promised you, against you. Who knows whether he will not turn or relent and have leave, and leave a blessing behind. Well, you don't know if you don't repent. You don't know if you don't turn. What's that? Nothing. You stop lying. You know something wrong with you. You know you ain't dotted every I and crossed every T. You know you done said something and did something and probably winked at somebody. You shouldn't have winked at. Even again, even again, off, even a, a gain, off, grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God, and you can read more. Revelation six and eight. I looked and beheld, an ashen horse, and he who sat on it had the name death, 
and Hades was followed with him. Authority was given to them over four, over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and with famine and with pestilence 